You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk all things video. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Although in the background today, I think you'll also hear a million and one birds because despite the room being sealed and all the windows being closed, apparently they're having a party outside. So hello, birds. Today, I want to talk about video, which I had an interesting time wrapping my head around being that this medium is audio and I can't show you what great video is. So bear with me while we work through this one. I know when I work with clients and we talk about video, it seems to be one of the biggest stumbling blocks to creating their course bar the tech. So tech is the biggest stumbling block I come across when I talk to people about creating their course. It's the bit that freaks them out the most. But the second thing that comes with that is the thought of having to record video. And you're not alone in that. There is many a time I have procrastinated around recording video and put it off for weeks on end. And so I feel you with the not feeling comfortable as video as my main medium. In fact, That's a good reason why this podcast exists. I used to do quite a lot of blogs and then I did quite a lot of video blogs. And part of the reason that I moved to podcasting was that my life situation changed. I moved house. I didn't have such a great position for recording video in. My setup for my office changed, all sorts of bits and pieces. And it meant video just wasn't as easy anymore. And the medium of podcasting became much easier to produce without you guys seeing the madness that's going on in the background in my house. But there is still a really important need for video often as part of courses. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today is some of the strategies that I've used to make video recording easier because I get it if it just doesn't feel like the most comfortable medium for you. Before we move on, though, I do want to say that it isn't always essential to have video as part of your course. Video is a really handy medium and tool. It serves several purposes. It's a great way to build rapport or a relationship with clients and with students because they can see your face and they can get used to who you are and they can feel like they know you. And it is also a great way to show physical, practical steps, to be able to screen share, to be able to demonstrate technical components, to be able to demonstrate things like artistic skills or talents that people need to be able to see as part of the process. Video definitely helps. However, it is not always an essential element for every course. So if video is the one thing that is holding you back from your course, stop for a moment and analyze, do you actually need it or do you just feel like you should have it? Because those are two very different things. But if you do need video as part of your course, or if you at least want video to enhance your course, then here's some of the strategies that I use to make video creation easier. Number one, find somewhere to set up where you feel comfortable. Now, for me, part of this comfort was what people can see in the background. And so I often set up my camera and my laptop in front of a blank white wall because it gives me the most basic background behind me. One part of this means students aren't confused or overcomplicated or busy, like looking at what's going on in the background of my video. Uh, It takes away any distractions. But two, it also gives me the peace of mind that I know that I'm not in my madness of my living room. I don't have the kids running around. Like I know that the setup for me is a blank white 
right wall and that works the best for me and the way I do things at the moment. Now, it might be different for you and I'm not saying that you can't have things in the background. I'm not saying it has to be a blank background at all, but it is worth finding a spot in your house or in your office where you feel the most comfortable recording. Maybe it's in your office with um, your shelves behind you or a bookcase or something. Maybe it's in front of a blank white wall. Maybe it's in your garden in front of some greenery. Whatever feels most comfortable for you and represents you and your brand in the way you want is great. But once you've worked out that spot, it will make your life a little bit easier because you'll just be able to go there to do video. That will feel like your video space. You'll know how your setup is and you'll get that used to being there to do your videos. So part one is definitely find somewhere that feels most comfortable for you to record video so that the stuff in the background is what you want it to be. My second piece of advice for recording video is to relax. And I know that's really hard sometimes when recording video, but I think we feel that it has to be super professional and organized and it has to be super polished and it has to be perfect. But the truth is that video represents you and your brand in the way that all your other formats do. If your blog posts are pretty relaxed, if your social media is pretty cruisy, if your podcasts are pretty cruisy, people expect to see you represent yourself the same way across all of your mediums. And so however you represent yourself in your other mediums, such as social media, is the way that you can do your video as well. It doesn't have to be pristine and perfect and polished if that's not the way you represent you in other ways. It needs to be well lit, yes. And so look for lighting that comes, natural lighting best, comes on both sides of your face. It needs to have fairly good audio, yes, so run a test and make sure that you're picking up enough sound from your webcam or from your phone or wherever you're recording your video, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Take a deep breath, relax your shoulders, drop down into it, and imagine that the camera is a client, your favorite client, the one you've worked with for the longest, the one you just have a chat with, the one who enjoys working with you and you enjoy working with them. Really look at that lens and just imagine that that's them and that you're having a conversation with them about the thing that you want to share. Remembering that cameras and and recording videos feels like you're reaching out to hundreds of people or or might feel like a big thing but people don't watch your videos in groups there's not a hundred people sitting around a movie cinema unless you're recording a film there's not a hundred people sitting and watching your video it's one person you're simply having a conversation with one student at a time and it can be quite personal you can have a chat with them you can talk to them you can explain things you can share a story make eye contact with that lens and imagine that it's them and talk to them as if it were really them. Part three is find a way for you to feel comfortable remembering what you have to say. Some of my clients prefer to have their videos scripted and like to know exactly what to say next. Now that doesn't work for me. I've tried scripted. It sounds really stilted. It sounds uncomfortable and awkward. I don't read from a script well. My podcasts aren't scripted. My videos aren't scripted. Like it just, it doesn't work for me. What I do find works, and it's the same for podcasts as well, is I have a couple of key notes. So I might have three dot points on a post-it note. Um, I do it for podcasts. I stick them next to the microphone. And for video, I used to stick it next to the lens. A single post-it note with three dot points on it, the things I have to remember to talk about and the order that they come up in. That works for me because it's enough to keep me on track. I don't get too distracted with heading off on weird tangents. Sometimes there are small tangents, but I don't get too distracted with big weird tangents. And those three dot points are enough to remind me about what I wanted to talk about next. You might not even need that. You might feel really comfortable just turning on the camera and talking and turning it back off again, but find the way that feels comfortable for you. If it's a script, have a script. If it's dot points, use dot points. It's up to you to create the environment in which you feel most comfortable doing video. And a bonus piece of advice, let's call this point four. If you're recording your course videos, don't mention course numbers 
or dates or module numbers or lesson numbers or anything that dates and times your video. And the reason for this is because I've done it before. I've said things like, welcome to video one, welcome to video two, only to have to re-record 43 videos because later on I added in a different number or a different thing. Your course will change. Courses are flexible beings. You'll need to add content in, you'll take content out, you'll update certain videos, things will change. But if you've numbered, ordered or dated your videos, it means you're going to have to record all of them to be able to reorganize them or to change the content rather than just changing the one or two that really need changing. So wherever possible, avoid mentioning things like dates, times or video numbers in your videos. It means you have the ability to restructure and move your content in the future. You can repurpose your content and pull videos out and add them into other things and it makes your life a whole lot easier in the future. Okay, so an action step, because you cannot build a course by listening to me talk about videos all day, you actually have to go away and do it. And today I encourage you, if video has been your stopping point, if it's the thing that really freaks you out, is give it a go. The wonderful thing about turning the camera on and just recording a video is no one else actually needs to see that one. It's a draft version that nobody ever needs to see, but have a go. Start working out where's the spot in your house where you feel most comfortable. Check that they can actually see your face and there is some lighting available and have a play around with what feels good for you in terms of having a script or having notes or whatever helps you do the thing you want to do. Your video is about being you and connecting with your students. It doesn't have to be perfect and polished. It just has to suit you in the way that you work best. And today is just about testing and trialing and finding that way. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.